0: So let's dance. Let's dance. Let's dance. Let's dance. Let's dance. Let's dance. tonight. Let's stay What is up? Welcome back to Let's Talk Dance with Stuff. As always, I'm Steph. And as always, I'm excited to be here talking with you guys all today about dance. So feels like forever since I've talked to you guys as I've been super busy and have not been on this podcast. Um, But I'm ready to share some new information with you. And as promised, we are moving on to talk a little bit more about hip hop. So I know this seems like a very dramatic shift from the ballet world that we have been talking about. Um, but it's it's a super exciting shift. And uh, there's a lot more to hip-hop than what you would think. Just looking at it from an outsider. So let's get right into it. Alright, so a little bit of my personal experience with hip-hop. Um, I just feel like it's important for you guys all to know and for me to... Um, share to give you a little bit of context going into this. So, um, growing up, I took some hip-hop classes, so I really understood the fundamentals of hip-hop and um, finding the groove and the sense of community and, uh, you know, really the connections to music and the connection to self that is a huge part of hip-hop. But I really never knew much of the history. Um, I never knew much about the different types of hip-hop. I was just doing, um, I guess, commercial hip-hop is the best way to describe it. It was more than just jazz turned into hip-hop, but um, it still wasn't as as in-depth as the hip-hop that um, I'm currently studying and looking at all these different forms. In. Um, but then in my time in college, I've really become a lot more familiar with the different types of hip-hop as I've taken um, a basic hip-hop class called World Studio, and I've taken a hip-hop exploration class and um, was in a show where I did a little bit of hip-hop. So um, this really helped me realize the roots and um, similar to a lot of other dance forms, hip-hop is actually rooted in African vernacular dance, um, which is very important to mention because I feel like a lot of the hip-hop that we see today uh, people aren't really thinking that that has the African roots, especially what we're seeing on TV a lot of times but it does and it drives um, from that group of people um, but I also feel like hip-hop is more recognized um, recognizes that group the, the its roots a little bit more than other styles such as jazz because it still does hold true, um, to the African culture, but more in the af- African American culture, which um, is very interesting for me. But back on track, a little tangent there. Um, so basically, I've only had a very introductory level knowledge of hip hop before this. So really diving into all of these styles is um, super exciting for me to really start to understand what hip-hop really is, and not just how people perceive it. Alright, so the first form that I want to jump into today is breaking. So, breaking um, also might be known as b-boying. Um, so, this dance form is really competitive and acrobatic and um, has some pantomiming in it. So, it's really just a friendly competition. Um, breaking, I feel like it is one of the more well-known forms of hip-hop, and this really comes from the idea that um, breaking has really made a name for hip-hop in media and really became um, a media obsession in the 80s. So, when we're looking at breaking, we really want to think about it as before media and after media. So, before media, the strong roots of breaking is going to be, it's a very serious game, of a sense, um, and very urban vernacular and sport and dance coming together. But after media, and a lot of times what we see today is it's very theatrical, and it's made for movies, um, and more, more trick-oriented than before, because... Um, tricks are always a, um, tricks is a vague term in the dance, but um, it is an important part of breaking and showing the skill and how well you can perform certain movements. But really, these movements have just become more uh, show-offy, I guess, in media, which is good and bad because it's good as it kept, um, kept breaking in the eyes of America and let people know what breaking is because breaking did just start on the streets in New York. So it wasn't, it wasn't very well known like out here in the Midwest, in Indiana where I'm at, there's, there's not people having breaking battles on the streets. Um, (laughs) it just sounds ridiculous to think of that even happening in the Midwest. Um, but you put that into the context of New York City and um, it just makes a lot more sense because of the art culture there and um, yeah, just the culture overall that is so different there. But now in the media, um, everyone's able to know what breaking is and has an image of breaking in their mind for the most part because uh, we see breaking in movies and on TV and commercials, advertisements, um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of areas where breaking um, is kind of thrown into our faces as American consumers. So, with breaking in the media, one component of breaking the media that I find very interesting is breaking in commercials, especially these um, advertisements that were coming out in the 80s and 90s. Um, so, there's, it, they're actually super entertaining and kind of funny. Um, of all these different advertisements, like McDonald's and some breakfast cereals, and um, literally everything was using breakdancing and breakdancers as their background for their commercials so I think this was really to draw in an audience and this was uh, break dancing. obviously is super impressive and super entertaining just to watch people do their thing as is really any dance but break um was kind of the new fad and the new um yeah the new type of movement that people really hadn't seen um before it wasn't, it didn't feel old. It felt current. So um, I feel like that's why they were a lot in these ads. So this is really just super interesting to me because I do have um, interest in marketing as well as dance. Um, so like I said, picking, picking, breaking over any other dance form is already a thing in itself. But the fact that these products had really nothing to do with dance, like, sometimes it would be shoes, but even then, like, that's not a direct correlation. Most of the time it was food or literally anything else that um, was advertised by dance, and that idea is just super interesting for me to explore. So along with this, um, with breaking being in commercials, I think it's really important to consider if breaking would even still be around or be a thing in today's society in 2021 if it weren't for this push for breaking to be in commercials. So as I mentioned before, um, it was very localized and didn't really spread across America. So um, by spreading it through these commercials, it allowed for that. Um, and this also really allowed for breaking to take to other countries and become a bigger thing, which now has even led to breaking being a part of um, the upcoming Olympics. So yes, you did hear me right, breaking is going to be in the 2024 Olympics. So I remember this being announced um, quite a few months ago, but um, it was brought back up when I started learning more specifics about breaking. Um, and for me, this is super exciting because as a dancer growing up, there's always that debate of, well, dance isn't even a sport. So, um, but obviously as dancers, we work very hard and we train just like any other professional athlete. So growing up, it's always, well, yes it should be a sport. I'm doing just as much. So seeing, seeing this recognition in the Olympics is super cool for, for me to see as a dancer. So obviously if the idea of dance being a sport was controversial as an elementary school kid, of course people are going to have opinions on it being in the Olympics. Um, as adults. So I did a little bit more research on this, and off of teamusa.org, they shared an article talking about breaking, being ready to be in the Paris Olympics in 2024. So um, they interviewed uh, Sergio Garcia, which is a 22-year-old b-boy, and I think one very important point that he makes is that Um, There's a quote that says, everybody's going to realize we're not just some dancing on a cardboard box. I like to call ourselves artistic athletes. We have to be very artistic, but we also have to be athletic. So um, I think that that's literally hitting the nail right on the head to break dancing being in the Olympics. So as I mentioned right at the start of this podcast, breaking is very much so focused on the competition that is associated within it in um, really uh, topping your opponent and doing better than your opponent. And um, this is like any other any other sport. So I think that um, putting breakdancing in the Olympics for breakdancing itself will be very good because it'll bring back that competition aspect that was kind of really lost when um, media took over. So um, I personally think it's amazing, uh, but obviously everyone's going to have their opinions on what is a sport, what is in a sport, what should be in the Olympics, how should it be in the Olympics, how do we judge this? So I feel like there's a lot of questions here that I know I still would like to explore a little further. Um, but overall... I love that breaking started one way and then really lost the competition aspect because of media, but this is what really pushed it to remain popular and um, really transform into something that our culture wants to see, but now it's going back to that pure competition form um, while also kind of remaining true to the artistry. So I'll be really interested to see... um, Once this is in the Olympics, hopefully it stays around for more than just one year of the Olympics. Um, But really how breakdancing transforms and how this helps all other dance forms be taken more seriously as um, an artistic sport. All right, so that is all I have for you guys today on breaking. Um, I hope you look a little bit more into breaking being part of the Olympics, I will put that link in the description of the article that I was talking about, um, the Team USA article about breaking in the Olympics, so I'm excited to watch that in 2024, but I'm also excited for you guys to listen to me again next week right here. Um, I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about breaking, and hip-hop as a, as a whole. Have a fantastic week. I'll talk dance with you again soon. So let's dance.